0: Welcome to the Washburn Review. So, after we're done recording, do you want to watch uh, the Slenderman documentary with me? There's a Slenderman documentary? Yes. So, bring an extra pair of pants.
1: What's, uh, what's, what about Slenderman
0: is it? It's about those real-life crimes that happened around Slenderman where people were convinced that Slenderman was real.
1: Interesting. You know, Slenderman has become really big in contemporary folklore.
0: He really has. I actually watched this separate documentary, yes, I've clearly been doing school-related research, that had this doctorate of memes. Yes, also a thing.
1: Oh, man. Can we we all just get that degree? That would be be wonderful.
0: Yeah, I'd be okay (laughs) with that degree. (laughs) I mean, I don't really want to tell my dad, hey, so I'm going to start pouring thousands into my tuition so I can study memes for a living. But
1: He's just flipping through images, being like, I'm doing research.
0: Oh, well, imagine what your thesis would look like. It's like <laughs> a million pages, because it's mostly images. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, this Doctrine of Memes, <laughs> whose job we all envy, <laughs> um, went through, like, part of his thesis was just like looking through internet history and figuring out the origins of Slenderman and how it came to be and how it became so widespread. Huh. That's really interesting. Yep. So, what do you want this week's podcast to be about? Well, in light of that, how about folklore? That actually sounds super fun. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. High five. Woo! We
1: found our we found our podcast.
0: So, in preparation for folklore, I went to the library. Huh. And. It turns out there are several nice-sized books about the subject. Whitney, that's a tome. There's yeah. So ma- oh wow. Oh look, it's, it's part. It's only part one. That's that's
1: amazing.
0: Of thirteen. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh clearly there's a lot of material. I
0: love research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, clearly there's a lot of material. Maybe we should like narrow down the subject matter a little bit. Cause folklore it's huge huge history to draw from.
0: Okay, so how do you want to narrow it down? What's a single category? Walruses. That that might be too specific?
1: Maybe just a little bit. Okay, so what do you suggest?
0: Uh, What if we narrow it down to a particular region? Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, we live here, so why don't we just do U.S. folklore? Sure. I mean, it'd be easier than, you know, Europe. (laughs) So many countries in Europe. And so, like, such a long time. All right, so let's yeah yeah folk, yeah U.S. folklore. Okay, so categories. What are you thinking? Um, okay, so let's get some
1: variety into these ones. So how about we start off with some like supernatural
0: uh, piece of folklore.
1: Uh, and then after that, how about we do uh, maybe like some amazing feat that somebody did, and then let's just finish with something kind of wacky.
0: We can I can do wacky. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So our first category, Supernatural, Mine if I go first? Sure. Okay, so mine is the city of Savannah. So my cousins ditched us and went to live in Georgia, which gave us an excuse to visit the South a few years ago, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Bit of an unrelated side note, I'm pretty sure my cholesterol levels in my body shot up by like 2,000%. Um, but it, it was so unhealthy, you would love it. Like, butter sticks on sticks. That sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we went into Savannah to do tourist things, and the tour guide told us that Savannah was one of the most haunted places in the U.S. Really? Yeah, because get this, the entire city is constructed on two graveyards. Wow. Yeah, because you had the original Indian burial grounds, and then you had things like plague, war, you know, slave ships, all these bad things come through the city. And so you have a lot of people to bury, and so there's like a secondary bar- burial ground, and then there's like the city currently. Wow. Yeah. So you can't throw a stone without hitting someplace without a ghost story <laughs> attached to it, with all that disturbance and trauma <laughs> happening around. That's really interesting. Yeah. So you know I can't do ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we did a walking tour of the city, and we saw graveyards. Where people swore they saw a ghost doing this and then they did some research and it turned out there was someone who did that exact thing and died doing it. Mm -hmm. Or they would see ghosts of children in child graveyards. Like, Mm -hmm. it was creepy. And there was one where they caught something on a security camera and all they saw was something happened and five people running away and they all swore they saw the same, like, hung soldier in a bathroom. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was scary. I... I did not sleep. I cannot do ghosts. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Supernatural. You.
1: Okay. So I'm going with a classic story that we all know and love. Paul Bunyan. Huh. Well, Paul Bunyan is kind of a figure with lots of stories about him. Uh, huge lumberjack. Massive lumberjack with a blue ox named Babe. Aww. And so it's it's kind of like a collection of like little stories with Paul Bunyan at the center, like uh, he was walking and his footsteps became the Great Lakes.
0: Are you telling me that Paul Bunyan was the Proto Chuck Norris? (laughs) I suppose so, I suppose so. He also made,
1: uh, supposedly he also made the Grand Canyon when he dragged his axe behind him. Huh. So lots of little stories about Paul Bunyan.
0: Nice. It's really
1: interesting to look through them.
0: Nice. Okay, so for my great feats story, um, mine kind of is in the same area as yours in terms of, like, figures of American myth. Pecos Bill.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Okay, so the idea is Pecos Bill is kind of like the American version of Tarzan, except instead of getting raised by gorillas, he was raised by coyotes after nice. falling out of a covered wagon near the Pecos River.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: yeah, they didn't put a lot of creativity into that one. So eventually his brother found him and informed him that he was not, in fact, a coyote. Fine. <laughs> he may have been legendary, but I don't think he was the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> but yeah. He becomes a legendary cowboy who lassos tornadoes, rides a horse that kills everyone else who tries to ride it, and because he's from Texas, he shoots all the stars out of the sky, making it the Lone Star State. (laughs) (laughs) Which is awesome. (laughs) And then due to reasons, um, his great love gets stranded on the moon, and that's why coyotes howl at the moon to this day, because he rejoined them after he lost her. Wow.
1: Huh. Yeah. I had not heard that
0: last one. I hadn't either. Wikipedia had those, so.
1: <laughs> Wikipedia. They, they're the well, lifesaver.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I love this mostly because, you know, in legends you hear there's usually a pretty good reason why our, why our heroes do stuff. I mean, it might not be the smartest move, mm-hmm. but there's a reason. Like, they're questing, they're trying to impress a girl, they're fighting a dragon. There's no reason for most of this. And he just he just lassos a tornado. Just he, why not? He just wanted to. Like there's no reason to shoot all the stars at the sky. He just kind of wanted to. He just kind of wanted to. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So you go.
1: Okay. So for this one, for my great feet, I consider doing Paul Bunyan again because you know his feet made the Grand uh, made the Great Lakes great feat. Fight me. <laughs> okay, but uh, I actually decided to go with John Henry on this one.
0: John Henry? I've never heard of this one. Really? Please inform. Huh. Okay,
1: so John Henry, uh, also known as the steel driving man. Okay. He was a steel driver, Just big, big guy. Uh, he was the best in the business. Um...
0: Okay, what exactly is a steel driver?
1: Uh, he would uh, he would hammer the steel drill drill into rocks and to make a hole for someone to put explosives into so that they could break the rock and get it out of the way. Okay, so big guy often depicted with a sledgehammer and uh, the really big part of his story was that the steam engines came along and these steam engines could... Uh, do the power of several men uh, do the same work as several men, except John Henry? One uh, one day they decided that they would have a race between John Henry, the best steel driver in the business, and a steam engine.
0: Ooh. Mhm.
1: And so John Henry, he worked and he worked and he worked and he actually beat the steam engine.
0: Nice, mm-hmm. go John Henry. Mm-hmm.
1: Sadly, though, he uh, he did not make it after the race. He oh. uh, he died from exhaustion just afterwards.
0: Oh man, come on! Mm-hmm. Like, I need my happy ending. What's up with that? Mm-hmm.
1: So that's John Henry, the steel-driving man.
0: There's a moral in there somewhere. It's probably about not overworking yourself, but honestly, we're near finals, and I can't hear that kind of moral.
1: Well, I I like to think of it as, like, uh, the incredible feats that one person can achieve if they put their mind to it.
0: I like your interpretation better. Let's go with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That makes me a little bit happier.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is your wacky and off-the-wall one? Okay, so...
0: (laughs) I don't know what it is with me and the Lone Star State today, (laughs) but... There is this one called the Lake Worth Monster. And there were reports oh, of... Oh, this one. You've heard of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there were reports of sightings by local citizens describing a half-man and half-goat with fur and scales in 1969 that led to the belief that a mysterious creature lived in Lake Worth, Texas.
1: hmm
0: So it's like an American centaur or satyr. I I'm not sure. But, like, lives in a lake. Yeah, but lives in a lake. (laughs) And newspapers reported the alleged sightings, including one man who claimed the creature, you know, jumped on his car, threw tires at him, like, come on. (laughs) Like, I guess creatures went in mythology, you know, from tricking people into having babies with them, or tricking them into, like, living in the underworld with them for half the year. And I I guess now the American version of that is throw tires at them. Just throw tires. Yeah, just throw tires. (laughs) (laughs) Take this!
1: (laughs) Oh man, I bet they're tired of that one.
0: Oh my gosh, Uh, really?
1: I'm on a roll.
0: You deserve a snow tire being (laughs) thrown at
1: (laughs) me. I would prefer not to get a snow tire thrown at me. That feels like a snow way to do it.
0: Come on, Texas, you can do better. Go big or go home. Well, uh,
1: if you want a creature that goes big or go home, I got one for you. You ever heard of the hoop snake? Imagine this, a great snake.
0: I feel like someone was probably spending too much time on a hookah pipe (laughs) (laughs) they were thinking of this.
1: (laughs) Okay, so imagine a great snake goes to the top of the hill and looks for its victim. If it sees some guy walking around, it curls up, it bites its tail, gets upright, and rolls down the hill like a tire at them. And then once it gets it's close, it lets go of its tail, and it flicks it out like a whip. And its tail is
0: poison. There are no words. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> where is, okay, where is the snake supposed to be? I don't remember exactly,
1: like, where <laughs> it's supposed to be, but you, but... They say that its tail is so uh, toxic that uh, a tree will immediately start rotting if it hits it. So you like try to dive behind a tree. Another option for uh, another option for getting away from it is to jump over a fence because it will have to uncoil. So then you have a little bit more time to run away.
0: But if okay, (laughs) it's throwing itself down a hill, and that's how it's getting its momentum. Like once you got on flat ground, wouldn't you be okay? I think it still rolls
1: at that point. But like I feel like roll. it still, like, keeps going, as far as I know. Who came up with this? I don't know, but it's wonderful, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so one throws tires at you, one is a poisonous tire. <laughs> what is it with America and monster's tires?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but man, the hoop snake. I... I don't know why. I think this is so great. This is just but the worst a way a to hilari- die.
0: <laughs> it's such a hilarious. It's such a hilarious legend. I-, I can almost picture it in The Princess Bride. It really could fit. It really would fit. Like R O U S S S and the hoop snake. Yeah, like immediately after they
1: get out of the swamp. Yeah. Like you know when they like roll down the hill. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let's roll
0: back at it.
1: Yeah, like, they're rolling down the hill, but they're doing so to get away from the hoop snake.
0: Yeah, has anyone tried actually rolling at it?
1: You know, some people say that it'll stop if you dive through the middle of the hoop.
0: Who tried that? <laughs> 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 okay, so question of the week. Okay, yeah. If we, either of us, become urban legends, what legend do you think will grow up around us?
1: Okay. Okay. This is interesting. What do you think?
0: Okay. Do you want me to do you, and you to do me, or us to talk about ourselves?
1: Uh, either one. Either one.
0: Okay. I think it would be funny. Honestly, I feel like you like there's this massive legend that will grow up at Washburn after you leave about this kid who like was powered by sugar. <laughs> But one, fueled by pure sugar. <laughs> one day in class, someone just said the one thing to put you over the edge, and you just dissolved into a bunch of sugar cubes and you <laughs> <working again. laughs>
1: I think that'd be pretty sweet.
0: Maybe the legend will grow up around the boy who was, you know, <laughs> punched in the face because he just punned one too many times. Oh, no. And legend says, that if you stand in that particular spot, whatever you're eating suddenly becomes really sweet. It becomes just the
1: right amount of sweetness. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like your coffee, like black coffee suddenly becomes a cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do me, do me.
1: Okay, so for you, how about this one? Okay. We got the Phantom of Puns. Intriguing. Go on. Legend tells those who tell too many puns
0: are haunted by the Phantom of Puns. What does this phantom do to these people who need to be punished? <laughs> well,
1: they say that. <laughs> okay. They say that if there was a pond that is particularly bad enough, you could hear the anguished groans <laughs> from miles around. It's like. UGH! <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what happened to the Phantom of Puns. They just sense its
0: presence. He
1: sense its presence.
0: I'll, I accept That's... this title. <laughs> yeah. Phantom puns. The
1: phantom of puns. Yeah. So what, what? Okay. So yours is the phantom of puns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was the sugar man.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. We
1: can. We can.
0: We can hot <laughs> <haunt> watch
1: forever. <laughs>